This is the Pop Tournaments podcast. In Pop Tournaments, we take a category of pop culture and let you, the fans, vote on matchups in a single elimination tournament format to determine an ultimate champion. We are here to discuss those results and the upcoming matchups. Thanks to our great community and everybody who votes, let's start the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Pop Tournaments Podcast. This is episode 156, coming to you on June 13th, 2023. Happy birthday, Jason Voorhees. Oh. (laughs) Always always fun to find an actual actual birthday for a fictional character. 77 today. Wow. He's getting up there. Still chopping him up. Yeah, I can't believe he's still alive, but... (laughs) There he is. You, you, you know, he Jason never stops. Uh, also, on this day in 1995, Jagged Little Pill was released by Alanis Morissette. Did you Great get into album. that back in the day? Uh, not really back in the day. I mean, I was very aware of all the singles. Okay. Um, and I didn't dislike them, but... At that point in my life, I was very into hip-hop and was not into alternative. So even though I didn't mind it, I kind of liked it even. It just wasn't, you know, I I didn't buy the album or anything. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you who did. 33 million other people bought that album. That's a lot. Uh Nine Grammy nominations, five wins. That is just, that is just gigantic. Uh, tomorrow's Flag Day. I gotta ask, what's your favorite flag? Oh man, you're really putting <laughs> me on the spot here. Um, uh, well, I'll tell you, I love the Jamaican flag. Mm, that's, that's a, a good one. Flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like Argentina. <laughs> I think that's a fun one. Um, <laughs> Colorado. <laughs> there you go. Colorado, yeah. very popular flag. Yeah, yeah. Chicago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also tomorrow, so we just we've never had a chance to bring this up. So, uh, in 1996, the Cable Guy was released. On we should do 14. a Jim Carrey tournament. I can't like, believe maybe, we haven't yet. You know, or Ben Stiller. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although speaking of Jim Carrey, so you know who when when the film was purchased, who was originally attached to star in that role was one Chris Farley. Oh no, kidding! All these roles that Chris Farley should have done, and th- this was just scheduling conflicts. He didn't. Uh, uh, we lost him in '97, I want to believe. So I actually, yeah. I mean, shockingly. I could not picture Chris Farley doing this role. I think, I think Jim, really? I think Jim Carrey did it perfectly. I would have been curious to see what Farley would have brought to it, but I think Jim Carrey just kind of nailed that. I think that might be one of my favorite Jim Carrey performances. Okay, see, I could see it. I, I could see him bringing some of that, uh, the bus driver from Happy Gilmore. Sure, kind yeah, of, yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. But uh, yeah, you know, another another one we just never got to see. But uh, I think Cable Guy definitely deserves a rewatch soon. One last little news of note. Pat Sajak announced yesterday that he is retiring. I didn't hear that. From the Wheel of Fortune. So obviously, I think we agree that Alex Trebek, best game show host of all time. But where does Pat Sajak rank in there? Oh, he's definitely up there. I mean, he's been doing, he's been hosting Wheel of Fortune for what, 10 years? Yeah, about 10, 15. No, I think, yeah. uh, I think, I think 41, he said. <laughs> That's fucking insane. <laughs> he's been hosting Wheel of Fortune for almost my entire life. <laughs> that, that's wild. Um, yeah. Maybe they're, maybe he needed a raise. Maybe they're not paying him enough now. I don't know. <laughs> Um, it'll be it'll be interesting to see if Vanna sticks around. Yeah, was, that was my first thought too. I don't know. I wonder who's going to be taking over. Mayim Bialik, <laughs> perhaps. Maybe we can just get the greatest Wheel of Fortune champion to to come back and host. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because everybody that, knows who that is. <laughs> I th- there's a clip, and I think the easiest way to find it is to search. Uh, Wheel of Fortune crackhead. But <laughs> no, seriously, there is this guy that he was guessing the most. It, it was it was like they were feeding him the answers in his ear. Uh-huh. But he the way he appeared, he had no reason to be there. Shocking everyone uh-huh. on the show, but uh, a great kind of like a uh, Simon Cowell um, X Factor style winner. Like, where everybody's like, oh, boy, this guy's a joke. And then he comes and does a uh, Susan Boyle sort of performance. Uh, sure, but this guy, also, you can visibly see him twitching <laughs> <laughs> as he's as he's playing. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, well, the guy who is not twitching right now is one Ryan Barrett. What's happening, everybody? Proudly, uh, proudly not on crack right now. <laughs> crack is whack. Mm, yeah. Ever since uh, I, hope- I was I was lucky enough to grow up in the Reagan era, so <laughs> I, ma- I managed to avoid crack. Thanks, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll have to talk about her another day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Best first lady hope- turning. <laughs> Maybe. Hope everybody out there is doing well. Uh, Ryan, how have you been under the big top? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it was actually kind of a lighter content week for me this week. Um, yeah. I we rewatched Zola. It was my my first time rewatching it, um, okay. but uh, it was Netta's first time watching it, and okay. God damn, that's a good movie. If anybody out there has not seen it or hasn't heard me talk about it, go check out Zola. I mean, it is just such a tense thriller, but also just hilarious. And the characters are like so well written. Um, just highly, highly recommend it. And great performance from our very own friend of the pod, Cousin Greg. Yeah, I gotta um, tell you, I I I loved Zola in in the New Girl. That was Zola Deschanel, right? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Sorry, yes, right, yes. right as you're taking a drink. I, I thought I could get our first spit no. take, but no. That's no. okay. <laughs> um, but the big one, on Friday night, I AM saw Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. And okay. holy fucking shit. That is, I mean, definitely one of the best movies of the year, if not the okay. best movie of the year. But, I mean, just speaking, like, artistically, as far as the animation goes, I don't know if I've seen a more beautifully animated movie. I mean, it's just, like, it's avant-garde, almost, because mm. they kind of, you In know... In the newest form. Yeah, they they have... Uh, <laughs> they have... Just like in the first one, there's many different spider people and each one comes with its own kind of um, animation style. So it's like throughout the entire movie, it's like switching back and forth and having the merging these different animation styles. It even merges um, some live action stuff. into the mix it's it's really unlike anything i've ever seen i mean i i was literally like sitting there with my mouth open just like this is incredible you know it felt like you were watching like a miyazaki movie or something where it's just like it was breathtaking so Mm. highly 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 recommend did you Uh, did you have those little little birds in your mouth you know cleaning your teeth like alligators do yes ops (laughs) They they were uh, getting out all the peanut butter M and M's. Yeah, across the Spider Verse. That was what the Beatles originally wanted to title that song because you know <laughs> across the it was it was for the Wildlife Foundation. Yes, but. yes, I love it. <laughs> God, imagine uh, that that would be an interesting divergence. Like, um, you know, speaking <laughs> of alternate universes, like. Where would we be right now in this universe if they would have titled that song "Across the Spider Verse"? Well, they were. <laughs> what big would be different people? right now? I probably <laughs> wouldn't be bored right now if, if that song was called "Across the Spider Verse." We'll have to we'll have to check in with Judy on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I caught a new movie on Hulu this weekend called Flamin' Hot." Oh, yeah. I have. I I scrolled past it a couple times this week. I watched the trailer even. So, um, yeah, it's the it's the semi uh, true story of the invention of Flamin' Hot Cheetos and all the subsequent spicy flavors that kind of came after. but really, really fun. I really enjoyed the story, even you know where they did take liberties with everything. Um, really enjoyed the the messaging be, behind it. Um, it's got our guy Tony Shalhoub doing mm, Man- Mank. Great. Mank is in this movie. Mank, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Dennis Haysbert doing his his darndest Morgan Freeman impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. For for a second, you're like, did they de-age Morgan Freeman? <laughs> but no, Dennis Haysbert. Uh, yeah, so definitely, definitely hard, 
hard recommend on Flamin' Hot for everybody out there. Really, really fun little movie. I'll check it out. Uh, let's get back into some tournament talk real quick. Uh, congratulations to Phil Hartman winning our Saturday Night Live uh, cast member tournament over Very Bill Hader. Very deserving winner. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm glad, you know, he got the recognition I thought he deserved. Obviously, some of the more recent cast members did uh, did pretty well. Um, I was one off this time. I predicted the finale, but not the winner. So, but a fun tournament that one was. Let's get back into our current hip hop one hit wonders tournament. Uh, we're going to be going over our top seeds today. So right, you know, right off the bat, kind of the one that that started it all. We got Rapper's Delight from the Sugar Hill Gang, released in 1979. Uh, this was recorded in a single take. Can you believe that for the length that song is? That's insane. And the other weird thing uh, about this song, uh, the the reason it was, you know, technically not the first, it was the first one to crack the top 40, but not like the, the first like hip hop single uh, released. But at the time, uh, the the culture around rapping was that it was it was only supposed to be live. Rappers mm-hmm. didn't want to you know get put on wax, yeah, as they say. But uh, sold five million copies worldwide. Uh, obviously, uh, you know samples "Good Times" by Chic, and that's it, that was actually the first ever performance of the song. Uh, Blondie and Chic were opening up for I want to say the Clash. And uh, the guys from the Sugar Hill Gang jumped on stage while Sheik was playing Good Times and began rapping over the song. Oh, no shit. I did not know that. Yeah. So where does this... I mean, obviously we have it as our top seed, but where does it sit for you? Um, you know, it's, it's really tough because you have to kind of take into account the importance you uh-huh. know, the fact that it was kind of the first song that introduced people to the concept of rap uh-huh. um, or rapping. Um, and it was a massive hit. Um, there's, I mean, are, is the rap in the song, is the song in general like a good song? Maybe I don't know. It's it's <laughs> you could argue either way. It's definitely about seven, eight, nine, ten minutes too long. Um, but you know, I I kind of I don't know. I I just kind of treat it as like a radio edit. You know, like just think of it as a five minute song instead of a fourteen minute song or whatever the fuck was on the original. Right. Uh, cut. Do, do you know offhand? No clue. Okay. 16, yeah, I, 1658 maybe? <laughs> I, I, I know it's very long. Um, but, yeah. It's, um, yeah. I think it's fine. I think that you have to give it its, its props, though, for, for what it is. So, it definitely deserves to be here, and I think there's a chance it could go far in the tournament. It's it's definitely the number one song about bad food. 
Oh, 100%. That, that's the <laughs> most... I mean, when I think of this song, the first thing I think of is the chicken tasting like wood. <laughs> I just... I don't understand the premise where if his friend understands about the food, then why did he just keep piling more onto <laughs> yeah. the plate? Yeah. He's like, I knew it was bad. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, coming up next, we have, uh, and briefly discussed a few weeks ago, I Got Five on it by Lunas from 1995. This song went platinum, got all the way up to number eight on the uh, Billboard Hot 100, number three in the UK, and number two in Germany. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. You know, and the song is very reminiscent of that kind of, like, slow jam rap uh you know, I think was very popular due to like regulate, mm-hmm. you know, it, it has a lot of similarities there, but I don't know this. I always just enjoyed this song. This, you know, this was right as I was entering high school and hell yeah. How about you? I love it. I mean, I think it, you could argue this is maybe the greatest hip hop beat of all time. Hmm. Um, I think the loonies as a hip hop duo are like fine um oh loonies are they are they canadian yes yes (laughs) um no they're actually from the bay area um oakland i believe yeah um but they um but yeah i think as far as rappers go they're fine the the version of this song that I was like addicted to is the remix, um, which a lot of people might be more familiar with. I don't know. Um, I think the 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 original version is the more popular of the two, probably. But the remix is like incredible, and that has like all the best Bay Area rappers on it. And yeah, that was a lot more. Um, I don't know. It had a lot more veterans on it, you know? Yeah. Um, Kind of like the Craig Mack flavor in your ear, original versus the remix, which had like Notorious B.I.G. and Busta Rhymes or whatever, you know? Right. Um, But Looney's five on it. Fucking banger. Classic song. Definitely. I mean, one of the best in the tournament, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think this is going to go far. I think so too. I think so too. Uh, and great, one that great. I mean, we just talked about you know 420 a month and a half ago, two months ago. Yeah. Uh, one of the great weed songs too. Oh, easily. I I I miss when I could only have to put five on it. Now I have oh to put like God. fifty on it. Yeah, totally. Fucking inflation. Yeah. Come on, Joe, do something. Some motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm very interested to see how this next song ends up performing in this tournament. Because I'm personally, I don't know if this is a one hit wonder. Because I'd like to bring up a little song called Roni, also by this artist. Mm. Which I thought was a hit. But we are talking about Ice Ice Baby from Vanilla Ice, uh, released in 1990, obviously sampling under pressure. But this was actually a B side to uh, Vanilla Ice's cover of Play That Funky Music. Yeah. Uh, and it was the... Oh, go ahead. The, that, that's what I was going to say. I, I <laughs> would... I, I think it's 
arguable that he's not a one-hit wonder because of Play That Funky Music. But I would say if you asked anybody on the street, 99% of people would not be able to name a second Vanilla Ice song. A lot of people might say Ninja Rap from the Teenage Mutant <laughs> Ninja Turtles. The Secret of the Ooze. Secret of the Ooze. Oh, yeah. Um, which was probably his second best song. I'm, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up real quick because a few weeks ago uh, we were talking about Ghostbusters and I started to think that both Ghostbusters and uh, Ninja Turtles have sequels that are about the secret of the ooze. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ghostbusters 2 also has one of my favorite. Uh, like Bobby Brown? The Bobby Brown song in there is one of my favorite soundtrack songs ever. And the rap in there is one of the great, like, movie raps of all time. Where it <laughs> A lot really of exposition talk- in that rap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It really goes into the plot. Uh, <laughs> all right. Ba- back to back to Ice Ice Baby. But, and I, I'm just, I can't believe that you think 99 people do not know what it's like having a Roni. But, yeah. Uh, no, this I, was... I, I know what... Uh, Aroni is from Bobby Brown, actually, <laughs> not from Vanilla Ice. Um, yeah, I mean, I had this tape, and I could name two songs on this album: <laughs> "Play That Funky Music" and "Ice Ice Baby." Well, um, it was the first hip hop song ever to top the Billboard Hot 100. Yep. So, another fun fact. Uh, Mr. Robert Van Winkle, as he's known to to some, he wrote this in 1983 at the age of 16. Hmm. Seven years before it was released. So, yeah, I again, I don't know how it's going to perform in this tournament, though. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. It's definitely, I I think it's a just as far as like a record, it's a really good song. Like. Mm-hmm. You can say what you will about the lyrics being corny or Vanilla Ice being an interloper or just a a corny person or a corny rapper. Like, yes to all of that. Um, But, I mean, just as far as being like a pop hit, I think this song is a banger. I think the beat's fucking awesome. And it's really too bad. I don't think he did himself any favors, or I should say he did himself a massive disservice by trying to deny oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> the fact that this was a sample or something like that. <laughs> he said, no, no, no. There's goes. Ours goes. Ding. Like, he tried to somehow, like, make it seem like it wasn't a sample. And it's like, uh, bro, this is, like, not even in question. So I think that kind of became part of the legacy of this song. Yeah. Um, But it's a great beat. And, I mean, just as far as, like, I mean, pop rap lyrics, there it's very memorable. And, I mean, the stop... The, the beginning stop, collaborate, and listen is like one of the most memorable opening lines to a rap song ever. So For sure. I don't know. I think this song is good, but like you said, you know, it's got a lot of bad things about it too that, you know, might 
that people could hold against it. Well, well, it, you know, speaking of lyrics and, and bringing back Jim Carrey, I think one of the <clears throat> best lyrics ever is from when Jim Carrey parodied this song on In Living Color. Mm-hmm. And the line is, I told the world I was stabbed in the butt, but really all it was was a toilet paper cut. <laughs> That's hilarious. Don't know yeah, if that you was, remember that. Yeah, that was White White Baby. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I, I can't I, remember I, exactly what the song... I, I believe that was the name of the song, but uh, I feel like it was pretty savage. That was a pretty <laughs> savage takedown of Vanilla Ice, if I remember correctly. Maybe we should have put that song in the tournament. Uh <laughs> Moving on, so in my opinion, at least, you know, when it comes to what we've put in this tournament, we're going to be getting into, like, the year of hip-hop here. So first, we have Jump Around from House of Pain, released in May of 1992. Uh, It went to number three on the Billboard Hot 100. The beat in this song was offered to both Cypress Hill and Ice Cube, who turned it down. Um, and I think the thing that's most notable to this, uh, to most people about this song is that, that high pitched, mm-hmm. which, uh, appears 66 times. Um, uh, there's rumors out there that they stole it from a Prince song and, uh, just didn't want to pay him royalties. So, but, uh, members of house of pain have denied these, these rumors. So, uh, how do you feel about jump around? Um, I think it's outstanding. Yep. I mean, there's definitely, you can, like a lot of these songs, it hasn't aged great. There's definitely mm-hmm. some lyrics in this song that are pretty, like, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> particularly this, the lyric about smacking your hoe. <laughs> yeah. But all that said, the <laughs> beat to this song is fucking great. Yeah. And I think the lyrics to this song are also great. Like maybe one lyrically one of the best songs in this tournament. I think this song is like so slept on because a it's a white rap group and B yep. it was like a massive hit and one hit wonder. I think they kind of get you know thrown in with like Vanilla Ice and Snow and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think this song deserves to be with the great songs in in hip-hop history like i think the lyrics to this song are fucking great i mean it sounds like a public enemy song the 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 beat and stuff is like amazing um i'm surprised that anybody who heard this beat passed it up yeah no exactly that that's what was really really strange uh when i when i found that out so yeah i i personally think this has uh this has final Final four potential, so. Yeah. Um, Over on the other side, again from May of 1992, we've got Baby Got Back from Sir Mix-A-Lot. I mean, if you haven't heard this song, you were probably just born yesterday. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You were probably living under a butt. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's all you knew. Um, the video was briefly banned on MTV back when <laughs> MTV used to do silly things like that. That's uh, it's spent five weeks at number one. 
uh, preventing such songs as Under the Bridge and the reinvigorated Bohemian Rhapsody from Wayne's World from getting to number one. Both those songs only peaked at number two because of this. Um, won the Grammy for Best Solo Rap Performance and was the second best-selling single of 1992. Do you like hey. Big Butts? Um, yeah. We're, I, we're a butt-heavy podcast. We, we, we can admit that now. We are. Go back to the Jenny Slate episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I, I like Big Butts fine. I also like Small Butts. I think I just like butts in general. And you're um, able to lie about it too, so... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I definitely don't need to tell the truth about it like <laughs> like Sir Mix-a-Lot does. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not... Uh, just... I don't feel the need to always tell the truth about it. Um, but... No, no pun intended. Um, I think kind of like... House of Pain, I think the lyrics to this song are actually like, it's one of those things where you've heard it so many times that you mm-hmm. kind of discount how good the lyrics to the song actually are. Right. Um, I, I prefer um, Jump Around to this song, but um, it is again. a, again, <laughs> um, it is a banger. And yeah. it's it's tough to deny it is though i mean it's a massive pop hit so it's hard to well, well you it, other brothers can't deny that's true <laughs> um but it's yeah i i don't know i i don't love this song and but you don't hate it i don't hate it you know, I don't feel compelled to tell the truth one way or the other <laughs> <laughs> much like my feeling on butts um, but no, there we go again. Um, yeah, we'll, well see. Well, I'll tell you what, it, it's, a uh, it's, you know, at the time it was viewed as vulgar, but it really is. And Sir Mix-a-Lot has said this in interviews. It really is, a meant to be a empowering and uplifting song. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, we definitely know how, how bad representation was in the nineties. And, and that was sure. the whole point of this song was like, Hey, there's, there's beauty everywhere mm-hmm. and in everyone. So, and I think that's, I mean, I know that it's funny. I've heard people say like, Oh, this song's like, it kind of like talks shit about people with small butts and like skinny women, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, but I think who cares about that? Yeah. You know, it, they don't it's have, cool. They don't have real feelings. They're not real people. <laughs> not what I'm saying, but <laughs> it's, um, you know, I do think there was a whole generation of women who felt um, empowered by this song, you know, mm-hmm. and who are like, oh, hell yeah, let's go on the dance floor. And like, you know, th- this song makes me feel like I'm appreciated, you know, so yeah. that's that's cool. Yep, indeed, indeed. Uh, Sticking still in 1992, released in February of that year, we have another Jump song. No, not Van Halen. Uh, (laughs) Jump by Criss Cross. And this was the third best-selling single of 1992, also over 2 million copies. 
Um, these kids were just 12 and 13 years old when they released this song. It was number one for eight weeks. That is, wow. and it was the it was the first song since "Every Breath You Take" to last eight weeks in the number one spot. Wow, that is that is just incredible, and I love that. You know, again, it feels kind of like the culture back then. These kids, twelve and thirteen years old, the very beginning of the song, they diss another bad creation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And originally they wanted they wanted to have uh, another Bad Creations just a few seconds of their single playing at the beginning of the song and then the sound of the record being taken off the record player but they couldn't uh-huh. they they again couldn't get the rights to be able to do that so that's um, hilarious but yeah. in fairness another Bad Creation two hits two hits <laughs> <laughs> two and a half maybe <laughs> yeah <laughs> Two and a half uh, if, you, if you include Boys to Men, Motown, Philly. ABC, BVD. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but what, how do you feel about Jump? Oh, it's great. This song's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I do have one question. Did okay. you ever wear your clothes backwards? <laughs> uh, no, but I went to school with a kid who did. Okay, I did. He did it, he did it one day. Uh-huh. And he was, he was a popular kid. Like yeah, he, he was definitely and he did it one day and he was so ruthlessly teased <laughs> because he was no longer popular. <laughs> <laughs> Took him three years to recover from that. <laughs> Everybody called him Mac Daddy after that. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, no, I did like not not on a regular basis, but I remember at least once. I remember getting one of those like shooting shirts, those like NBA shooting shirts that are like yep. button up, you know, I got the a San Antonio Spurs uh, shooting shirt. And I remember yep. wearing that backwards, um, kind of like there. They had like the New York Knicks. Uh, yeah. Well, I just I, I didn't under I didn't understand the pants on backwards. I mean, what are, are we now sitting down to pee and standing up to poop? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, it, it, none of it made sense to me. Yeah. That, that was going to be their second hit was called, <laughs> uh, standing up to poop. <laughs> <laughs> like it just, the, the, yeah, I don't know <laughs> the backwards pants. I could, I've put a shirt on backwards on accident before. That's nothing. <laughs> yeah. It feels weird. Sure. But <laughs> pants out backwards. Uh, funny thing, my my oldest nephew recently performed this song at at, uh, at a uh, I don't know they had like a a musical and it was just music through time and he uh, yeah had to learn the entire song. Nice, did it pretty well. We'll see. I don't I, again. I think it's a good song. I just don't know how super popular it is. You know, to be mm-hmm. be able to go far enough in this tournament. So I I I don't know. If it's great, but I definitely don't think it's wiggity, 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 whack. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, finally, going back a little further from 1989, we have Biz Marquis' Just a Friend, a song that went platinum and has in turn been sampled uh, multiple times. And, you know, it is prevalent throughout the pop culture universe uh 
I, I love the hook in this song. I just don't know how much overall I love the whole song. See, I actually love the, the verses to this song. I think they're okay. really like funny and heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, this song kind of reminds me a little bit of the next song, um, which we'll get to in a sec, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of reminds me of like, uh, you know, like a coming of age movie or something, you know, where sure. it's like, um, it's, uh, it's funny and fun and heartfelt and you kind of feel, you know, kind of feel for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's a really good song. I think it's definitely known for the chorus and it's kind of known as like, oh, it's that guy who can't sing. He's kind of like <laughs> Old Dirty Bastard before Old Dirty Bastard, you know, where it's like, oh, it's True. that guy who can't sing, who like plays the piano and sings bad on purpose, you know? But like... Billy Joel? Yes, yeah, the piano man himself. <laughs> um, there's there's something really endearing about this song, though, and I really love it. Um, yeah. My favorite, my favorite lyric in the song is, I got friends, and that's a fact, like Agnes, Agatha, Jermaine, and Jack. <laughs> I, like a, I always like a good list. Sure. You I know, just wish list- he would have... I wish he list- would have said, like, you know, Phoebe and Chandler and Ross. <laughs> yeah. And but the that monkey. didn't rhyme. So I... Yeah. I, 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 I <laughs> like Phoebe, Ross... Chandler and the monkey. <laughs> uh, our last song uh, for this episode, we have I Wish from Skilo, released in April of 1995. Uh, made it all the way to number 13. Nominated for uh, Best Solo Rap Performance. Do you know, do you remember? Because this came up uh, about three years ago. Do you remember what song it lost to? No, I don't. One Gangster's Paradise from Coolio. Ah, uh, yes. Couldn't escape that one. Also, not a, a two and a half, maybe three hit wonder. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. I have no disrespect to the late, great Coolio. But uh, I wish uh, the thing that always stood out to me or I, I really remembered was the opening of the video in which he does a Forrest Gump parody. Oh, my God. Bed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Um. I love this song. I, I I mean, I wish I was taller, so I think most of us do. Yep. Um, the I, I think this is also a great song. Um, great beat. Really, you know, again, like just great a Great samples, yeah. Very heartfelt, and, like, you just kind of feel for the guy. Um, the... The one lyric that always just makes me laugh so much is when he goes, I think it's the first lyric of the first verse of the song. He goes, I wish I was like six foot nine. Yeah. And it's like, really? You you know, you'd be a freak, right? Like (laughs) you pretty much have to play basketball at that point. (laughs) Like if you don't really have a choice, you're not going to like be friends with normal people. (laughs) <laughs> um, people will see you walk in and be like, whoa, that dude's a fucking freak. You're Go not over gonna, there with like, the rest of the tallies. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be like friends with normal people. Six <laughs> foot nine is way too tall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
That, I that's think just my brother-in-law is six foot nine. <laughs> your your brother-in-law is six foot nine. He's definitely over six foot five. Is he a pro b-baller? No. He's a uh, amateur b-baller who likes to injure his knees. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, you could be a wrestler if you're six foot nine. Yeah, I suppose. Like, uh, if you're really buff. <laughs> you could be, yeah. I mean, you could play I mean, I'm sports. sure Kane is six foot nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I just don't, I don't know. I think that's just way too big of a wish. If you're like a, <laughs> if you're a short dude, if you're like five, six or something, I don't think you're going, God, all my problems would be solved if I was just six foot nine. <laughs> if I was just a normal height, like six, nine. <laughs> Uh, I, I I get what you're saying. So how how far does this song go in the? Ter- I think this one's got Final Four material written on it too. Oh, absolutely. I think this is one of those that kind of lands right in the sweet spot of like mm-hmm. hip hop cred and pop hit. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I sure. think I think this one kind of has it all. It has a great beat, really good lyrics. Um. It has like a good nostalgia factor. It's mm-hmm. not too old like some of these. Um, I think it, you know, I, I think this definitely has the potential to get to the final four for sure and maybe even win it all. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with you, though. Um, but I can lie, so maybe I do agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, Well, that's all I got. You know, that's our first round. It's going to be really exciting to see how this first round shakes up. Um you got anything else this week? Uh, no, I don't think so. Right on. Well, for everyone out there in the Pop Tournaments universe, please keep on voting and keep on popping. Pop, pop. Canadian heavy episode. <laughs>